Okay, I'm ready. You guys ready? Cool. Let's rock and roll. Hey, I'm Andrew. This is the Bearded Friend Podcast, and thanks for joining me on this episode. In this week's episode, I speak to Gift, also known as Joker. We talk about his music, and we also talk about Royal Blood, the production company that he's involved with. So welcome to this week's episode of the Bearded Friend Podcast. This week uh, I bring you a conversation that I had with a friend of mine, uh, Delroy, also known as Gift, also known as Joker. Uh, we spoke about his music and the uh, production company he's involved in. And we started out talking about the various social media platforms that one uses these days to promote your product or your brand. I hope you enjoy this week's episode, and here we go. Now, now we check we're living like in a world whereby those platforms are actually like of very good usage. You know what I mean? So we should use them like Spotify. Yeah. You can even use like Apple, iTunes. Yeah. Basically. yeah. You're you gonna be on all of them. Everything. You're gonna be on you all of them. You see what I mean? Yeah. yeah so yeah. like we gotta use this to our advantage now. Yeah. Check. Yeah. And like back then, whereby you just had to like drop a, a, a track and you put it on a CD now you gotta sell the CD yeah. people are more like into streaming now than yes. CDs but you know we always make the copies for yes. tradition and stuff yeah it's music because there's some people that still like to have the the, the, the copy yeah um, I've got a friend who who streams mm-hmm. like he subscribes to whatever Google Google Music or whatever but he still buys the CD. So when an album comes out, he'll go and he'll buy the CD <laughs> yeah. or the LP, the yeah. vinyl. But he will download it on his phone. He'll get it off the internet. Yeah. So he does both. So he's um, doing also collecting and stuff, yeah, he's which is a very yeah. good thing also. Yeah, because yeah. in the future, you might never know, bro. It's like right now, if I have to become a superstar, right? Like um, I can make the, the hard copies for the CDs and stuff, right? Mm. And then you never know. Maybe when I die, someone's gonna put it on the auction, you know? Because yeah, <laughs> well, you true. know it's that's true. how it, it works yeah. with music, you know? Yeah, I think I think, um, and I think things go through cycles. Like, I mean, vinyls were starting to go out when I was, in the mid nineties. They were yeah, disappearing. So, so there's about change. Bro. And now all of a sudden, now they come back again. And now everyone's like, oh, I want to buy it. And now you're paying. I think the last vinyl that I bought. At Dion's in Westgate in Rudderput in 1990, whatever. Yo. I paid five rand for it. Okay. <laughs> I was now, even born. Never now, got to use them. <laughs> now you paying, you can be paying up to a thousand rand for a, for a vinyl. Yeah, because it's, it's a classic thing. Yeah, the so, classic. So you never know. You know, if you if you um, saying, ah oh, no, that's why I say you need. To, for me, I might be wrong, but I, I think you need to have your your finger in all of the pies and it's so easy these days to you pre- produce one thing and you can replicate it to different platforms and and it's always you accessible. never know which platform is going to going to um, take off so um, there's a guy that I follow who's uh, he, um, 
coaches people on how to do podcasts and American guys uh, watch his YouTube videos. I saw he posted something during the week. So he's got a YouTube channel. He's got X amount of uh, followers. Yeah. And like more followers on YouTube than he does on Instagram. But he posted exactly the same um, video on YouTube and on Instagram on IGTV. He got more views on IGTV for the same video. Yeah. But he's got less followers. You see, that's that's the, that's what I'm saying. Like people are nowadays, like they spend most of their time on social media. Yeah. Like YouTube, of course, you can go once in a while. Like, oh, I want to check out this. But now, if you check Instagram, since it introduced that thing of uh, IGTV, yeah. what's the use of me going to YouTube before and I watch shows? So I'd rather just watch it there on IGTV. But, but, you don't know where the people are going to be. That's the thing. And so they you might got... change and it might move and then it might move back again. So, so you, you got, want to be able to be you in know, both You got to put it everywhere so yes. that anyone can access yeah. it. Whoever doesn't have Instagram can go on YouTube. YouTube. Who doesn't have like uh, YouTube or internet can always mm. use like Celsius data and, and stuff. Facebook, you know, free and Facebook yeah. and stuff to check. Yeah. So we got to always put it out there to the people. Because yeah. we're not doing this thing for us. We're doing it for the people to the enjoy people, yeah. and listen yeah. and have like, you know, develop something in them because with music it inspires a lot of people yeah it inspires a lot of change you see people don't want people nowadays they don't want to stay at the same spot like oh we're gonna stay for like five years yes. no we want to move up at least every year there should be a change in something which like from a, we used to listen to radio nowadays nobody listens to radio that much it's cds flash drives and stuff in their cars and stuff in the house you hardly find it someone playing like radio for real or even watching TV there's like Netflix and stuff you check so that's the change that yeah. people are seeing like and achieving in yeah. a daily so with that also you as a person also you gotta change you see yeah. like change the even the style the way of music the way you dress out there because you once you're in music you're gonna be everywhere and everyone wants to know what you are to what you're doing you see so you gotta be always on point. Don't be Absolutely, left behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you gotta have your finger on the pulse all the time and see where the trends are going. Yeah. yeah. So I tell you what, let's 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 start at the beginning. Tell me, give me um, the lowdown on on Royal Blood. Uh, Royal Blood Music. It's a hundred percent background company, right? Mm -hmm. uh, we launched it on the no, in December twenty fifteen. I think December twenty fifteen. That's when I met up with the boy Louis. And then we started something called Royal Black Music, man. Started making music. And now it's more of like uh, a growing company. It's not just based on music only. We also have stylists, we have videographers, we have uh, event managers and stuff. We have marketing people and stuff. So it's quite growing from where we started. It's just three years in the, in the line, but the exposure is coming well. That's good. Yeah. So, and then, um, so but you guys started, what, producing music? Uh, basically, I found Louis already producing music, okay. you know, and then from there on, we just kicked it. We started making music, producing. We opened up the studio, and then from there, people started coming. We we mostly have like producers in the in the group, producers and artists. Right now, Lou is the main artist in like Royal Blood Studios because we wanna put him first out there. Okay, that's him. Check. Yeah, but uh, it's like more of a, like uh, a family than business partners. 
Okay. We're more like bros than business partners. That's how it is. So that drive, that's what inspired the name Royal Blood. Because we feel like we're kings. So our blood is of royalty. Mm. So everyone is like a, a king in the group. That's why we say Royal Blood Music. So okay, that's great. Yeah. I, like, I like the story behind yeah. that. And it's quite like inspiring a lot of people here in Windsor East. Because I think like 95% of the people in Windsor East actually come and record here. Okay. At our studio. Yeah. So it's, it's a growing company and we want to make it international. We just don't want to stay here in South Africa. When I have Royal Blood Music, Zimbabwe, Royal Blood Music, the sort of check. Yes. And the other thing is that we don't only just focus on uh, hip hop only. We also do like different genres like R&B, gospel, the dancehall and stuff. So yeah. yeah. So so you've got, I mean, have you, do you go out and look for artists that you would like to record with? The collab- Let's call it collaborating because I mean that's, you're talking about it being a family. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and that's something that I've, I've uh, a lot of the stuff that I do, I'm, I don't try and sell it as, you know, I'm providing you a service. You know, it's more yeah. it's like, let's collaborate together. You're trying to grow your brand. I'm trying to grow my brand. Let's do it together. Uh, like, uh, we actually have a couple of people that we actually collaborate with when it comes to some things. Uh, there's Wood Fame. Wood Fame is like uh, Brady and them in Oakland Park. Uh, there's Us Royal Black Music. There's Ref Entertainment. Ref Entertainment is another clique which is also in Windsor East. So we, we do work with a lot of people, different people from different places. Even Kempton Park, there's some people that we work with. Different places, basically. Okay. We're not just like, I'd, since we are the only ones that are making music in this group, we got to keep it to ourselves. No, and, yeah. no yeah. we we always open to growth if someone really is dedicated to what they're pushing as themselves. Because us as Royal Blood, we're all about promoting people to change, yeah. people to avoid like the things that they can, you know, like when you're when you're a young one, like peers, peer pressure and stuff. Yeah. You can actually just avoid it by coming to the studio and making music. You see, because like with me, basically, it's like um, I've been making music for three years, right? Music was never like something that I thought I was gonna do. Uh, I thought like I was gonna be like. Uh, an office job, chilling, just nine to five and stuff. But like now, I feel like it was a calling, okay. Because that's all I fell in love with. And how do you? How did you get into the music side? Um, basically, as I said, um, it was this story is like you know always in my heart. I know it. Like uh, 27 December 2015, I met up with Louis. I was just new around this hood. Um, then we met up, then he gave me his numbers, and you know, the next time I hit him up, he said, yo, pull up to my place. That time we didn't have a studio, this guy, but we, he was just making beats and stuff. And then um, one day he took me to a studio. Uh, we made a track call one more time. <laughs> it's not even dropped, it was just like, you know, I'm trying out, you know, one more time. I recorded from there, and him also, seeing him progress in music, it actually inspired me more to like, yo, let me actually try this out. And now I got like two mixtapes out. I'm working on the third one. Good boy. Great, yes, great. dropping like 16 July. Oh, that's so, nice. <laughs> so like basically, with, that's how I was inspired. I, I, I listen to other people in the music industry, but um, I'll be honest, Louis, King Louis is the one that inspired me to start mm. making music. And like every time when I make a track, I'm always, you know, we're trying to catch up with each other. It's like, is a hundred k's away 
and I'm still learning. Yes. So by the time I reach where he is, he has already set another standard. Yes. So it's it's not a competition, but it's like um, pushing each other so hard, like, yo, we gotta work, bro. We gotta do this. So basically, my inspiration came from Louis to okay, start that's making great. music. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So, and your style of music that you that you produce, your music that you're creating, what sort of style is it? Hip hop. Uh, basically, I'm doing hip hop, hip hop trap, trap music, but it's also under the hip hop genre and stuff. Sure. Yeah, that's what I'm more focused on. But um, we also have like artists that do like uh, trap, artists that sing, and uh, you know, production. It's always like whatever you feel like that time. You yeah. can take an R&B beat, making it into a hip hop track. Yeah. yeah, so that's how it is. So, I mean, talking about that now and talking about beats and taking something and going from one genre to another. So, I'm sure you know about Old Town Road. You yeah, know the song yeah. Old Town Road. The Do you know the story one. behind it? Do you know um, the story behind it? I, I, I don't really know the story behind okay, it. Okay, so like, like quickly, you know, I watched this on, on, on YouTube the other day. So, because I mean, it's a very catchy beat and everything. Yeah. So, the, 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 the sample, the it comes from a nine inch nail song and there's a guy in netherlands that creates beats and sells them online from what i can gather and little nas x found this yeah. beat put the lyrics to it and then he started pumping it on social media yeah. so like december last year he started pumping it ding 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 it landed up on the country the billboard country chart yeah, it comes across as a country song. Then they said it wasn't country enough. Yeah. So they kicked it off the off the chart. And then he hooked up with with um with Billy Ray Cyrus. And then they he you know they did they a featuring and then they made a remix. And now I flip and hit the, the normal billboard chart and it's been at number one for Still that, that, that was a hit. Exactly, yeah. But it's hit. just amazing how these little pieces from different places all of a sudden came together and through some yeah, you know, like, sort of uh, you good see, marketing on social media. You see, like as an artist, right? What I've noticed as an artist, you shouldn't uh, be locked like in one genre. Because yes. um, you, you get to meet like different people. So mm -hmm. if you, um, let's say I meet like uh, someone who's in R&B and I know that person is on hit that time and he says he wants a feature, I'll try anything to to make it happen, you yes. see what I'm mean? because I also want to get into the R&B scenery and get the fans from there. So it, with music, it's more about working with other people, but also check who you're working with and yeah. are you actually profiting something from that or yes. no, or you just. It's got to be a win-win situation. You see what I mean? Yeah. So it's always kind of like it's always kind of hard to like uh, get like someone who you can really connect with and make a track. Yeah. Because. With music, it's all about vibes. It's all about exactly, yeah. inspiration. It's all about like, do you really get along with the person? Yes. I can't just feature someone because they're on fire, they're on heat. Yeah. You see, I yeah. can't just feature someone because they're blown. I really have to connect with the person, basically. Yeah. For me to, it's all about vibes. Yeah. See? So, we look into venture into other genres like of music, basically, as well. Yeah. By the day, our our list keeps on growing, people keep on coming. Some would do dance or some would do gospel. Some would do like even electro type of thing, you know. Mm. We got people who do that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the setup of Royal Blade, you're saying you're producing some artists and everything, but you've got the studio and you say the guys here in Windsor East 
they yeah. come and also record i mean so do you just offer your studio as a service to those people that can come in you can help them um how does it work basically like uh, with the uh, royal blood music there's some there, there are artists that are under us as in like royal blood music yes you know their family also like uh, young boys like mm1 uh, icy gray nice teams basically right so with with them basically it's like um we can record them but there are also other people out there who are not part of the royal blood family yes, yes. those ones are our clients so yes. They gotta come, like you know, pay up something. Cause right now we're going like 350 for if you got your own beat, mixing and mastering, and then 500 bucks, we make a beat for you, mixing and mastering. You check. Yes. So at the end of the day, it's not just about we love the community, and people wouldn't pay every time. But at times we got we gotta pay rents, man. We gotta no, no, pay. No. You know what exactly. I mean? So gotta people gotta. It, we actually changed it into a business. But there yeah. was a time whereby we were just recording, just trying to like yo build up a family. Whoever was stuck till now is still in the family. But who left, you know? Yeah. That's how it is. Cause peop many people give up. That's the thing. People yeah. give up. Yeah. So if you give up on something that I actually offered you an idea for, let's say I come to you and I'm like, yo, bro, uh, check this out. Let's let's start up a music studio, right? And then you say no, or you say away. And then you sell me dreams, you don't come through. Then when I start up the studio when it's running, then it means you gotta pay. Because yeah. <laughs> I told you, bro, let's start this thing. And you went there. You see yeah. what I mean? So it's also for the community, but it's a business also. Yeah, no, I, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. You know, I can understand that. Because um, if you've got your guys that you are, are working with, collaborate part of the family, and then when they're not using the studio, the studio is available. Why not um, offer it to other people yes, and they right. pay as they go and you can you can either just provide them the studio or you can provide them services afterwards. Because yeah, what we usually do is like, okay, an artist can come to us, right? We say, okay, bro, you want to record like, let's say seven tracks. Mm. We do like a package for you. Okay. Check. It'll be like a package with a discount and stuff because we work you more and uh, we're more on the production, obviously. So we'll be talking about royalties if the artist doesn't want to pay royalties then we'll be talking about needle time yes. and needle time is you know much more expensive than yeah sure let's check what i mean yeah yeah so like the guys that are in the family i mean because you know, i'm not that familiar with how one produces music and makes makes a living out of it mm -hmm. for everyone that's in the in the thing so you've got a guy you're producing the music yeah I got uh, basically and you drop the song, and then what? Um, what happens like uh, like Louis King Louis is, is like the master producer for this tape that I'm dropping. Okay. So what happens is like uh, when we registered, we obviously discussed on the terms of like how much percentage of royalties you get, how much percentage I get, and yeah. also how much percentage does Royal Blood Music get? Because yes. it's like a record label that I'm signed to. Basically, mm. check what I mean. Yeah. So. At the end of the day, if we push it hard and we, cause right now I'm not shared like in the market, but I'm, we're getting gigs and stuff, right? If we push it so hard and it starts paying, obviously everybody's gonna eat. Yeah. There's no reason for me to be greedy. You know, that will be, that, that's why I see like most artists in this music industry, they don't get along. Cause people, they don't know how to discuss like a business thing and when you just have fun. Yeah. Because you can come into studio, you think you just have fun, you record a track. 
then me as a producer or I can take the track since we're having fun then I drop it out there we didn't discuss any business deals any yeah. business terms yeah. and then now you want to come back and say you want to get paid yeah <laughs> you see that so that, those are the challenges that we meet in yeah. music and yeah. you got to have your family man when it's like <laughs> that you know what I mean that's why like um I'm so like this guy right now Royal Blood Music is like um I think uh, there's two main producers two main music producers and then when we joined Hood Fame Ref Entertainment and um Royal Blood Music I think there's like seven producers in it yeah so okay we go in, in into this music industry like way yeah you see what I mean like yeah. way like everybody should find something to do Okay. Yeah. So that's also uplifting someone from the hood. If you know how to style clothes, then you can style clothes for us. Yes. And, you know, that's how it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So at the end of the day, everybody eats. Mm. You get your piece of the pie. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it takes long, but like if it was about time like saying, "Hey, this music thing is taking long. Trust me, like I could have gave up." But like I know what I want. We could have gave up about but this was a calling, man. Yeah. You can't just leave a calling and a lot has been sacrificed for this to come about. Yeah. You see what I mean? We yeah. had our Yeah, look I mean you often people often look at people and say ah oh, that guy was an overnight success but yeah. you know you often hear them well the thing it took the guy 10 years to be the overnight success. So yeah. I think I think the you know the the message is always that things don't just happen. Sometimes they do. But very seldom do they just happen like that. Yeah, like you, you see with with music, right? You can you can make a hit now. You check. You yeah. can make a hit now and then you blow. Mm. But that doesn't mean that person hasn't been working. Probably I find that that person has been working for like 12, 15 years to get to that hit, that yeah. one hit. But now you see the problem is like with artists, right? Some of them they make the hit and it goes like for a full year. then it's done from there it's done that's what kills like uh, our art in south africa and also like exposure to radio and stuff you check so with me basically for now it's not about money for now it's about the love of music for yes. me to get where i want to yeah because the money is already being printed for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? so i just gotta work hard to get to where i am yeah and to where i want to you know yeah like the door is still a little bit closed but are we going to bang it one day and just jump inside? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think often people get into these kind of things and they only thinking about the money. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, especially when it comes to creative stuff, whereas I think the approach should be more like you're doing it because you love it, like you said. And the money just is something that happens along the way. It's yeah. a bonus. But obviously you've got to be smart in the sense that you know, you've got to be covering your costs and... Now obviously at the end of the day I got to I got to eat you know but like yeah. um, I sh- I'm not really driven by the like saying I want to be rich now no that's not what's driving me check what drives me is like I want to be better than what I was yesterday I want to be better in everything that I am doing than how I was back then yeah check. so for me for now it's like a phase whereby I'm rebuilding I'm rebuilding myself I'm rebuilding myself as a as an artist. You see what I mean? So yeah. we'll see man when the money starts coming we'll see what comes <laughs> up. <laughs> so then um just tell me your okay so you dropping 
some music next. Oh, yeah, you said on two weeks, two, two weeks time, time on the sixteenth. I'm so excited, excited, bro! Like, um, I started working on this project last year, last year in October. Uh, Rude Boy, you know, yeah. like uh, Rude Boy. It's just like everybody those days. I was at work and I was going through a lot of things, so like, I tended to be rude to people sometimes because I wanted my space. You know what I mean? Yes. Um. So from there, everybody just started saying, "You rude, you rude." Because, like, you know, you get those moments where I just want to be alone. They're like, you rude, why aren't you talking to... I'm just... Then the, this way just came, rude boy. Okay. I'm like, oh, I, that's my next tape. So I came through to Lou and I was like, yo, my nigga, I want to make this tape, bro. Let's start working on it. So since then, since uh, October 2018, till now we've been working. And uh, I think it's going to be like a 12-track mixtape. Yeah, 12-track mixtape. This is like me reintroducing myself to the music again, like because yeah. it's a whole different sound from what I was making back then. Okay, this great. one is more of like, um, more of like what's happening around me right now and the things that I'm facing, the challenges that I'm facing to get to where I want to be in the music industry. You see what I mean? So, and also like um, I went through a phase with this other girl, you know, so. Did they get inspiration? Yeah, for you. I was I was quite broken, you know. Like, shame, man. Yeah, so it just made me like, yo, it work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man. That's uh, how I think we, a lot of songs these days are, are, are based on relationships. Yeah, are they working or, or, or not working? Yeah, because like you see, like makes good content. You see, like uh, mostly it's like um, if you check artists like Juice World. Just well, it doesn't mean like what he says on his music, it's what he's going through, whatever. Probably singing for the people who are going through that. You see, J. Cole, that's, the, that's also the same thing. So, with me, basically, this whole tape, I feel like it's all about me. People to know me, people to know, like, okay, I'm a musician, but I'm also human. You know, I got another side, I can party, I can, you know. So, basically, it's all about me and the people around me but we're giving it to the people yeah that's yeah. great yeah so people get to know me through that tape mm. yeah. awesome and then how do you how do you get that that music out to the people do you um, put it on some streaming services yeah uh, basically for now uh, we're still dealing with uh, like publishing deals so that we can manage to get it on like itunes and everything okay uh, but uh, we're still using like the free streamlines like sleeker on live like SoundCloud, Audio okay. Mac, yeah, data file host and stuff. Yeah. So, so how does how does iTunes work? Do they take a percentage of? Yeah, obviously they got a, they they take a certain percentage. Yeah. Of of because they putting you out there to the world. It's sure. a company. They gotta get like some profit. Mm. You see what I mean? But uh, you always get your royalties. You know, with okay. the iTunes, you always get every yeah. streaming. The only problem is like you might face it on how to get your money in South Africa because you know. Anything that is to deal with money is got problems. Yes, <laughs> you go through a lot. So yeah. yeah. So because I mean I don't know how those those services work in terms of artists because I mean the music industry has changed like we were saying earlier on. So the music industry has changed from the days where you were going into the record store and buying the CDs and that's where the the revenue was coming. Now we've moved over to the streaming thing. Everyone's putting their uh, their so music up on on the streaming services. I mean, is it? I mean, are the guys earning money from that? Yeah, Most like, uh, well, there's uh, this thing called Samro. Samro is like oh, the, Samro, the uh, South African yeah, music. 
what do they call yeah. themselves? South African Music whatever. Yeah. But like um that's like the bank. Okay. Your like artist bank and stuff. So for you though to get your money from them basically you'd need like a publisher to make things quick move quickly, right? Yeah. But some role so if I go on the phone right now, then I play my track on YouTube. They keep on piling the money for the, for the royalties and stuff. Okay. And then they pay out like once in a year or two times in a year. Okay. You see, so okay. at the end of the day, as an artist, I'll still get my my royalty money. Yeah. And then the other thing that like, uh, which is helping us South African artists is uh, gigs and stuff. Oh, yeah. So if you manage to get like paying gigs, you can actually make quite, quite some money from that. Yeah. Yeah. What's paying more is the gigs than the, because you can't wait on the summer of money. It's gonna come like um, after six months. Yeah, you, you, and you, you I'm sure you're not even sure how much it's gonna be. You, you right, yeah, yeah, you have to perform. So, so. it's gotta be the bonus rather than the, yeah. the bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but mostly comes from the from doing yeah. live stuff. Yeah. So well, I mean, that's what I've you know that's what I've heard. I see a lot of the you know the tr- traditional artists that have been around for ten or fifteen years. They've also swapped over to that, yeah. where they're gigging a lot more, doing a lot more shows. I suppose that's where the money is. Yeah, it's all about shows now because, trust me, if you're just going to drop music and don't perform one, you, 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 you like, you're lacking exposure, you as yeah. an artist. So you got to perform for people to listen to your music. Sure. You see what I mean? Yeah. So if you don't have performances, then there's a high chance that people won't even bother going to stream your music on platforms. Yeah. So performances are always important to yeah. an artist. So they give you money and they give you exposure. Yeah. And then like now when your music drops, I mean, do you have like a bit of a launch party or how do you, how, um, do, you, how do you celebrate the, the release of your music or do you just put it out there and... Uh, usually, usually we do like launch events yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so for this one, we're actually trying to do something on the, maybe like on the 20th of July, you know, so we're still busy with getting like the venues and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'll just invite like 20 to 25 people just okay. for the listening session yeah, sure. to tell me if like, oh, this track is the one, you know, yeah. before I drop it. <laughs> yeah, so well, yeah, cool. we usually do those. Like uh, last year in August, we had uh, an event here yeah. for Louis uh, Mixtape. I'm not okay. fooling. Yeah. Yeah. So we always do events and stuff. Yeah. So I like that. I like that term, listening party. That's, you know what I mean? Sounds, like you, you, cool. you just got to make the people listen before you take it out. Because yeah. if you're going to get like 10 people, I'm sure you come out with something that like 100 people will like. Yeah. You see what? Because yeah. if 10 people like your track, you guarantee that they get, get 10 people also. That's how you Well, yeah. Market. I suppose word of mouth is, is, is probably one of the best yeah. marketing tools. I mean, we're talking about social media and yes, yeah. that's a great way to get your stuff out there and whatever. But... I suppose the most solid one is people talking about your music, sharing with other people, sending yeah. the links across. That's that's how it is, and uh, also like basically, you you gotta know your market, you gotta know your people, what your people like. As yeah. an artist, you gotta always have a market that makes you different from other artists. You check, and like now here in South Africa, you can see like the hip hop scenery basically is actually dying. Not because not because there's no artists. But because they they keep on playing the same artists on radio, yeah. they don't open up for like uh, new artists. Check, for example, the example you gave me, Lil Nas. He's a young boy. He dropped out of school recently, right? Because 
he, he blew from the the track. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he got the chance to be on radio. Yeah. Unlike here in South Africa, you have to go pay someone first to be on radio. Oh, really? Probably a track will be paid will be played once in a week. Yeah. For that, yeah. even if it's a hit, they they will never give you like like the attention that you deserve because mm-hmm. there's always those big guys inside there who are always closing doors for upcoming artists. Yeah. And usually, like what they do is like these big guys they can take you. Like if you're a producer, they tell you like uh, we're having like uh, music competitions and stuff. Submit your beats. You submit your beats. Then the guy takes it, he records it. You just nothing down there. You you nobody knows you, but you made a dope beat that the artist recorded on, right? You're not gonna get any credits. You see, so basically that's what that's what's killing like South Africa. There's a lot of uh, lies. There's a lot of uh, fake people inside this music industry. You never know like who's down for you. You never know who wants to break you down. Mm. Check. That's why you always yeah. gotta have a team. Yeah. Yeah. That's me and Royal Black Music. Yeah. So I mean, do you think do you think now that the way that the industry's moved? Because you hear lots of stories about artists that have gone, you know, the traditional route with the record company and whatever, and um, they get done out of their money. Do you think now that the way that technology's gone and you can produce, you know, your own music in your own studio, you can distribute it onto streaming services? that you have more control do you think do you yeah, think that's um, better for the artists the, the thing more? is like i feel like every artist should uh, have 100 percent ownership of their masters and stuff yeah you check because uh you see what happens with, with these uh record labels most of them are like cutthroat what they do is like they're gonna they'll give you a contract right probably the contract is the front page is written 10 million <laughs> I, I, I i'm broke 10 mm. me i see 10 million on the paper Obviously, what would a person do? They'll yeah. sign. People don't read. Yeah. You check. If you, if it's me, if I have to get a, a deal, I'll take. I'll tell them, yo, give me three days to mm-hmm. go read this. Take it to my lawyers. Most artists here in South Africa, they don't read their contracts. They just enjoy having money. But then at the end of the day, you're gonna end up crying. <laughs> you, you, you're gonna say like, these these labels are not treating us well and stuff. But at the first Hey, you should have just gotten a publisher by yourself and started your own thing and pushed your own music. Yeah. That's that's I always keep on referring to Royal Black Music because that's what we're really doing. Like, yeah. as in, we're not looking to get signed because now we're already a, re- a registered record label. Yeah. You see, uh, we're looking for like investors now. We're looking for like business partners, not just people who are gonna come and sign me because yeah. I don't see myself signing any deal with a record label. Yeah. yeah. Unless if yeah. it's like I read the contract and it's in good terms. Yeah. So at the end of the day, Royal Blood Music is the record label to be at. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's cool. Yeah. 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 So I mean, what is your role in Royal Blood? Are you talking about all the producers? Are you one of the producers? Or? Um, in Royal Blood, like I'm, um, I'm a social media and events manager. Okay. Yeah. So basically, I handle the marketing. Sure. Like if an artist drops a track if we had a gig and to make sure like our instagram page is always on point so our social medias if i like if i'm or if we're organizing an event as royal blood i'm the lead i have to lead there and stuff but also i'm also doing like managing stuff managing artists okay you know so like there's some people that are actually want me to manage them and stuff so we're gonna start from there and see what's up okay yeah 
That's cool. Yeah, gotta <laughs> always do something, you know. <laughs> That's cool. So I mean, I mean, we. So you're originally from Zimbabwe, right? Yeah, I'm from Zimbabwe. So, so how long have you been in South Africa now? Um, four years now. Four years now. Yeah, yeah. four years down the line. Yeah. <laughs> and what brought you to South Africa? Is it um, obviously things are not so great in Zimbabwe? Yeah, it's the struggle, man. Yeah, struggle. The struggle. The struggle. You still got family back there. Yeah. Right? I yeah. still got film like that side, but most of my film is inside also yeah. South Africa. Okay, great. Yeah. And how are things going there in Zimbabwe? Is it just getting worse? Man, I feel like it's getting worse, man. Because like recently I was checking on the social media, they were saying they had nine, 19 days of load shading and stuff. Oh. Yeah. And now the rand and the US dollar are saying it can't work as if because they want to introduce their own currency. But we know it's going to be hit by inflation. So yeah. why are they doing that? This kind of, I feel like we just need new leadership. Yeah, sure. Yeah, new sure. leadership. Yeah. So, shame I heard oh, uh, Morgan Changarai's daughter was, um, was she involved in a car accident? Yeah, recently. recently yeah, because yeah, she wanted to jump into politics. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. You see, like. Do you think, do you think that was uh, an accident? <laughs> man. I won't put this on the podcast. Yeah, man. I don't know, man. I just feel like a lot of things are happening in Zim. There's, there's a lot of people who are hungry for power, man. So. Yeah. It's a it's a survival of the fittest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like That's what like what Napoleon said, like in this game of politics, only the mm. silent snakes survive longer. Yeah. So that's how we is there in Zim. Mm. Yeah. So it's we're looking perfect. to expand as raw blood music once the economy is good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I suppose if they turn things around there, there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah, I can always yeah. move back home. <laughs> you can always move back home. <laughs> I mean, yeah. do you miss Zimbabwe? Yeah, I do, bro. I do miss home. I mean, besides bro. all the troubles that are there, but I mean, as a country, home is home, bro. Home is home. Yeah, yeah. I miss home. Yeah. You know? So I, I go there like once in a year, two times in a year. Yeah. Because like it, whenever I go back there, it always reminds me of who I was mm. and who I am and where I wanna end. So it's yeah. always good to always refer back to where you were and fix up some things. Because if there's no reference, then you're not really building something. Yeah. So you always got to have something to refer to. Like me, I go back to Zim. I see, oh, this is how I used to live, the lifestyle. <laughs> oh. So when I come back, I know I don't want to have that for my kids. Now I got to grind so much and yeah. you know, create something better for the world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Before I did music, I was actually thinking of going into politics, you know. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> but then, um, you know, I, I didn't manage to go to varsity and stuff. So yeah. that's when I came this side and I started working at Vans. I'm yeah. sure that's where we met, right? Yeah, but that's yeah. where we met, yeah. I was working at Vans. First it was Boogaloo's, then Vans. And okay. now I've left again. Yeah. So now I'm pushing my music 100%. Okay. So you're concentrating 100% on your yeah, music? on the music. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's 100%. Great. Yeah. So with your music that's dropping, you still still got some work to do. Yeah, or like you're um, pretty much done. Right now, uh, the team is busy with my art cover, and the production team is busy with the mixing and mastering. So like um, this coming weekend, the next one is gonna be a really busy one. We gotta market, we gotta mix and master, make sure everything is mixed and mastered. So yeah, and tonight we're gonna have like an all night time show. Oh so, really? Yeah, like working, you know. So. Yeah wanna perfect it so much man like if it's not perfect on the 16th i don't know man but it'll I'm be sure done it will be. yeah I'm you sure know my be, team yeah. works fast it'll yeah because like in a night we can make two three tracks <laughs> oh really yeah wow, <laughs> that's the that's speed good. 
So That's yeah, good. man. So we we working. That's good. Mm. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's all about growth. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's all about growth and what you want as a person. As a person, you shouldn't be like uh, that person who just follows where the wind goes. You should have your own dreams as a person. Yeah. You should yeah. have what you want. You should value your dream. Because if a dream doesn't scare you, then I don't know. Because <laughs> every day when I wake up, the music is on my mind. Like, what's up with my music? The label is, is on my mind. You got to push the label. So you got to push yourself as an artist. You got to push yourself as a person. So there's a difference between gift, joker, and royal blood. You see yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. gift is my name, joker yeah. is my stage name. So I got a perfect gift and perfect joker. Yeah. You see, so it's quite it's quite a good job for me right now because I can differentiate between the two. And like, then I have you in my phone as Delroy. So. You see, Delroy is like <laughs> you know it's like business name, busy business name. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so when yeah. your when your when your music comes out, so the the, the album, if you want to call it, mm. is Ruboy. Yeah, Ruboy. Yeah, by Joker. Ruboy Joker. Mm-hmm. The Ruboy Joker uh, produced and hosted by Royal Blood Music. Cool. You know, so yeah. Oh, that's great. called Ruboy Joker. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so one of the guys is busy with my art cover. Yeah. I'm sure I'll send it to you when cool. it's out. Yeah. And yeah. Okay, man. So, unless there's anything else that you want to talk about, uh, we can end off with um, I'll ask you a question so like if you if there, if there are guys that are listening that are wanting to get you know they're inspired they want to um, do their own music and all that kind of stuff what what advice would you give them um, what advice I'm ne- I've never been good at giving advice but like let me try with this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know um, I feel like just put in the work yeah wake up and just make sure that like in a day you manage to write something write something and track down keep on working every day be in studio make sure like if you don't have a studio just try to be in studio three times in a week working yeah. when yeah. you get the time to be in a studio just work yeah i can't i can't really say yo do this so that you can blow but the music music does it for itself you know you can just blow from a track you ain't even taking serious so every track that a person has to make they should take it serious yeah because it's their craft yeah exactly you can't be saying like nah this track ish just take it out you never know you know who thought that uh old town was the road was gonna be a hit exactly who thought that uh that track by big shack man's not hot was gonna be a hit yeah nobody but yeah it's a hit yeah you, see, so you know what i find talking about that you know what i find uh, quite interesting um it happens quite often where an artist will think well you know, they're not really feeling that song. You know, they've got their song that they really want to push, but they'll play another song that they don't, you know, it's just one of those mm. songs. They'll play for someone else and, oh, no, no, this is the one. They put it out there and it, it blows up. Whereas the one that they thought was going to blow up doesn't really. So sometimes it's, it's often see, difficult yeah, to that's gauge. The, that's the thing with music. That's why I say, like, every track, right, you work on as a person, you should just take it like it's your last. Yeah, you see what I mean. You should always put like focus on that thing. We can't keep on saying, "Nah, this is my hit." All of the tracks are your hits because any of them can literally uplift you in this music career and stuff. So every track should take it serious. You know what I mean? That's I like how that. It is. That's a good quote, man. That's <laughs> yeah, a good quote. <laughs> that's how it. Just put it out there. 
put it out there. So that is where our conversation ended. I hope you enjoyed that episode. I look forward to bringing you the next episode in two weeks' time. So I hope you're going to tune in for that. And that, my friends, is the end. I'll catch you next time.